Good afternoon. Welcome to Why Is This a Thing? Gentlemen, it is November 2nd here in America on 2022, the year of our Lord. And I would argue, guys, that it is still not the end of the spooktacular. No. <laughs> what a twist. The longest spooktacular yet, gentlemen. Uh, I think you're right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't think we're done. Oh, boy. No way. No. No. Spooktacular lives. <laughs> I, was, I wasn't ready for this. Spooktacular I was, resurrection. I was kind of surprised. Oh, it warms my cockles to be able to play that for another week. I wasn't ready to say goodbye. Wasn't ready to... You know how you sometimes leave the Christmas decorations up a couple weeks because you like how the lights look in the... In the oh, room? yeah. Why do, you yeah. Always, why do you always pretend like you're not... You're Like, like for example, the last show we did, you were sure that that was going to be it. That was right. the last time you are going to press that button. Right. Like, we're, we're retiring it for, for the year. Yeah. But you always bring it back. I do. <laughs> yeah, you just like in like February. Yeah, yeah, in February, Christmas. You know, just we'll whatever. Find a, find a way to just, put it in in Christmas. It's yeah. the only button on my board that has an actual icon associated with it. There's a pumpkin icon. Oh, wow. You like. Yeah, it's not just a word. It's a. Yeah, there's not just text. Look at that. It's an actual jack-o'-lantern. It's a spooky wow. pumpkin. So, I mean, it's just, it's calling my name, man. The siren sound of the spooktacular button. <laughs> A jack o' lantern is going to have a carryover for today's pot, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. With oh, yeah. Uh, Jack Skeleton or whatever the hell his name is. Yeah, how, was, how was your Halloweens? I was going to ask. Yes, yes. How was your Halloween? Yeah. Oh, it was lovely. How was your Halloween? It was good. I, yeah. Did you watch any spooky movies? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do anything. I did like. My Halloween nothing. was terrible. I uh, actually had a. The uh, I, I did watch something very horrifying. It oh, was yeah. called The Bengals versus the Browns. <laughs> yeah, it your, was rough. Your boy Burrow struggled last night. He had the spooks. listen for those of you who follow fantasy. I'll, I'll, I'll try to be quick on oh. this. All right, <laughs> Nick is about to learn a cold my and opponent, painful lesson. Wait a minute, my here. opponent time had a hundred time out, time out, time out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just telling you because you're a little bit behind me and yeah. I, I, not my first rodeo, Nick, with the whole fantasy football, as you well know. Oh, really? Uh, you're going to learn. I'm sorry. Based on your performance, I couldn't tell. <laughs> based on your performance this year in our league, I thought maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Let me teach you a thing. Okay, all right. um, you're going to learn no. a lesson, a cold and hard lesson, though, Nick. And that is no one gives a fuck about your fantasy team. It is. The, it is like. Wow, what would the top three be? Telling people about the dream that you had last night. Tell, telling people you have a podcast. Yeah, uh, telling people about your podcast and telling people about your fantasy team. That's the top three. Oh, it's rough. But c- continue. I'd, lo- I'd love to hear about it. My opponent, all out of players, 123 points. Me, three players left, 124 points. First half of the game, two of my players are negative and I am almost about to lose. Mm. It was rough, but uh, you 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 squeaked by. I squeaked by, <laughs> thanks to Tyler God. Boyd. It was brutal. Uh, it was brutal. I got that one was a for brutal you. game. I got one for you, and that I promise we're done, listeners. You've heard me talk about my fantasy teams enough. <laughs> I'm waiting for you to be done. <laughs> 
we spent, you know, before, before, before we started recording, Nico and I were talking about the midterms coming up, about how interested we are. And Adam's just sitting there bored out of his mind. And now we're talking about fantasy. He's about to kill himself, guys. He can't handle this anymore. I'm, I'm on my phone listening to your daily dose of internet videos. So you guys are talking about as, as we're election. doing fucking point counterpoint. We're doing C-SPAN live for Adam. Nick, I got one for you. Yeah. A guy in my main league up one point. Sorry, no. Up half a point coming into last night with just Evan McPherson left on his team. <laughs> and rather than bench Evan McPherson, he goes, ah, I'll just leave him in. What's the worst that can happen? Negative one points for McPherson. <laughs> I was and he shocked, loses. Dude. Shocked. He loses. One of the worst losses I've ever seen. Negative one. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) He had a lead. It was 100% chance that he wins. He had the lead. No more players to go. Anyway. uh, Oh, man. It was. Yeah. My Halloween was very nice. I I turned off the Bengals game, which was great. Uh, Flipped on uh, John Carpenter's Halloween. Ah, Watched a little bit of that last night. It was a good time. Really good movie. Holds up. Oh, it's wonderful. Uh, Any other splash. spooky movies? Uh, no, I I, I, uh, I was gone. I was going to do like a whole marathon. You didn't do my recommendation then. I didn't. Ooh. But my, my little cousin came over and she's like, I've never been trick-or-treating before. I want to go oh. trick-or-treating. And how am I going to say no to her? She was dressed as a pirate, but she was like, I'm not a bad pirate. I'm a good pirate. So I'm like, okay, I can't say no to a good pirate. Uh, Are you a good pirate or a bad pirate? I guess like, I don't, what does a good pirate do? They like fucking. What are they? they it's pi- like Robin Hood. They Robin, pirate Woody Allen true. movies. Like what are they? What's <laughs> a good pirate? do? <laughs> I have no idea what a good pirate is. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you know, I, I went to uh, one of the local neighborhoods. Uh-huh. And let me just tell you guys. I have not gone trick or treating in 17 years. It's been a while. It's about right. It's been a bit. Uh, I went with my brother and my little cousin and we walked around the neighborhood and this was not a neighborhood I'd ever been to before. The most incredible trick or treating experience of my life. Oh, I'm sure. Better than believable. Better than John Kerry giving you a candy bar. Uh, better than John. That's a great point. That is true. The sitting Secretary of State did hand me a candy bar one. You're right. So it's actually been about 10 years. Good point, Nick. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> so hold on a second. You you haven't been trick-or-treating in 17... So you were 10 the last time you went trick-or-treating? No, I, I went... I went. Yeah, no, I did. You I went, went in Boston. I went freshman yeah. year of college. When you were in college. Really? But, oh, wow. I don't think yeah. I don't think I did, I did. At, at college. I think the last year for me was probably like sophomore year of high school, I, th- I want to say. Yeah. If that no, I, that there had been a, a major gap in between the freshman year of college and my last experience. Wow, wow. Uh, last time I went, I think I dressed up as Willy Wonka because like I didn't have any costumes, and I went to the fucking costume store, and that was the only one left. So I just put it on <laughs> and walked around, and I'm like, you know what? I'm really like I'm putting such little effort into this now. What's the point? Like clearly, yeah, all of and- my enthusiasm was gone. As an adult, you either have to put maximal effort or zero effort because if you, you just look weird otherwise, you know what I mean? Right. I only made my costumes. 
I only ever made my costumes. I yeah, never went and I'm sure it was like stitched together with human flesh and stuff. Like, they were I'm great sure it was costumes. Like a skin suit. Very authentic costumes. I always got good compliments on my my prop making abilities. <laughs> it's really realistic blood you have out of me. Uh, it's real. Yeah. Oh, thank you. It's real. Yes, that's right. But but I think like at a certain point, like I was phoning it in so hard that I just i i couldn't I couldn't stand to look myself in the mirror anymore and accept what I had done. You know, it's like Tom Brady, the last season of his, no. of his oh, okay. NFL. Well, hey, no more foot. We, we've already had our football quota. You can't. Anyway. So I go out to <laughs> this neighborhood with my brother and my little cousin's five. And she has a lot of energy throughout the day, but tires very easily. She's like me. She kind of fades really fast. Um, and by the time we went out, she was kind of getting irritable and she had to be carried down the street or whatever. And I'm just yelling at her the whole time, like, Matea, this is the greatest trick-or-treating experience you're ever going to have. Like, there are hay rides up and down the road. Like, there's golf carts. Like, families have built elaborate golf carts. Like, it's Universal Studios. Like, there are campfires going on in the cul-de-sac. Like, it was the most amazing neighborhood. Like, it was out of a Disney Channel original movie, this this trick-or-treating experience last night. I'd never seen anything like it. If I was seven, I was telling my brother, like, while we were doing it. If we were seven right now, this would be the greatest day of our lives. And I'm yelling at my cousin the whole time, enjoy yourself, enjoy yourself. So long story short, I had more fun last night trick-or-treating than the child that I was Aww. with. Uh, but but that's, uh, that's uh, I guess, par for the course. I would have loved that. You don't like Halloween. I like Halloween. I uh, yeah, I mean, it just it brought back memories. That's like it was, it was incredible. Um, so that's what I did last night. I rewatched the movie that I recommended for you just out of fun. And I actually kind of regretted it because that movie terrifies the fuck out of me still. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Wreck? Wreck. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, yeah. Really good movie. Yeah. We, um, Michaela accidentally ordered an Amazon package and it was set to be delivered on Halloween night, which is really, they should not deliver on Halloween. So we're sitting out there handing out candy and a fucking Amazon card pulls up oh, no. and brings us packages while kids are walking around. We're like, oh shit. <laughs> that's really fun. That's that's embarrassing. Do you get a lot of kids in your neighborhood? We got like uh eighty. Whoa. Wow. So yeah. Wow. Yeah, we have a good neighborhood. We got three. Every single person yeah, in my neighborhood, by the way. Yeah. We have one of those neighborhoods. They all set up tables outside in fire pits. There's no doorbells, no door ringing, no knocking. Oh, that's the best. It's a, it's just a it's a block party. <coughs> Abby's got a good neighborhood for that. A lot of people go because they they there's that one house in her neighborhood that like overdoes it with the Halloween decorations and they appear on the news every year or something like that. Right? Because <laughs> they're just Christ. It, it's like a fun house Halloween extravaganza that these people set up. I don't know why they have that stuff, but they do. Yeah. It's it's cool. It's cool, but like. Jesus Christ. That's yeah, there's a lot. some cults up in that mountain, Adam. So like that's a lot of money. Yeah, for, we, for we should junk. mention your your fiance. Yes. I was gonna say girlfriend, your fiance mm-hmm. uh lives at the top of a of a cliff. A, like a the spooky fucking, cliff. Yeah, like the Grinch looking down. Hanging on off the edge. Like you if you look down, you actually can't see the cliff because you're she <laughs> she lives on the top of that mountain. Yes, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? <It's> just, <laughs> she lives way up there. Way yeah, yeah. in the mountains. Yes. And just <laughs> occasionally you'll see her peeking outside of her door and a hook will appear. You know, mm. like it's that kind of vibe up there. She frequently pushes people off that cliff too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, naturally. I'm naturally. always creeped out when I go up there, to be honest with you. I don't I don't care for it. You scared that you're gonna see Abby and that she's gonna get you? 
Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. With her bloody hook. <laughs> There's yeah. enough hikers that I've I've heard stories about going up there and never returning, and I could only posit so many questions or so many um, theories. Uh, yeah. The theory is easy. They just fucking fall. <laughs> Well, maybe that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> They're just idiots. Where do they, they end fall. up, Adam? Where are they? <laughs> I can't tell you that. Can't tell is you that, that like a thing that all towns have? Do all towns have like a a cliff a, that a creepy murder forest? Yeah, <sighs> yeah. All, all towns have that where like all teenagers towns. go to like smoke pot for the first time. Okay, so Harwinton has a spot that's known for head-on collisions. Uh, is that where kids go to smoke pot? That's not where they go to smoke pot. And enjoy just, the show. It's just where people fucking die. Okay. Um, oh, so God. it's no good. It's just it's no good. And then uh, Burlington is a little better, a little more tasteful. It has the Green Lady, which uh, a few of you might know about. Yep. Yeah, that's a very well known. I spot. don't. What you don't know about the Green Lady? Oh, it's this little Green like, Lady Cemetery. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, supposedly you go out at a certain time of the night, you could see the Green Lady walking around the cemetery, and she'll haunt you. Have you yeah. ever seen the Green Lady? No. I have not, but I've been to the cemetery many times because it's right behind Lewis Mills. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So we used to go there just for fun and, you know, wait. Yeah. The reason you won't see her is because ghosts aren't fucking real. But, you know, <laughs> as you'll learn on this week's episode of Two Cents Radio. Masterpiece, <laughs> masterpiece pod I listened to. That was that was good shit. <laughs> that was really funny. Uh, anyway, let's uh, let's get to the the main event here, guys. The spooktacular is not done yet. Because this week's movie is actually a Halloween movie. It takes place during Halloween. Uh, Does it? Yes. There's a throwaway line in there that's like, it's I Halloween. Mean, it Dorothy. does say like, Halloween's coming soon or something like that. I don't know if there's much to indicate that it takes place on Halloween aside from, wait, one one line? Yeah, the girl walks in and she's like, hey, Dorothy, it's Halloween. I have a jack-o'-lantern no, she, for you. She says Halloween is almost here. Okay. But Halloween like, time. to me... That's like September's Halloween time by that mm-hmm. logic, you know? I mean, if if there's a skeleton at Target. Right. Ah. Uh, you know. So, so it's that kind of Halloween. Right. <laughs> when commercialism is but racking yeah, up. Yeah, I get you. I, I take your I take your meaning here. Yeah, I think it falls under the purview of the spooktacular. It's kind of it's a hot hey, it's if we're talking about spooky movies, this this checks that box, let me tell you. Uh yeah, it's okay. Had you guys ever seen it before? God no. <laughs> How about you, Nick? No, no. Okay. Uh, a very specific story for you. I am seven, eight years old. I had seen The Wizard of Oz on television many times. There was probably like a two month period where it was my favorite movie ever. Wow. It's an amazing movie. Obviously, I'm not uh, breaking new ground to say that. And one day, I went to a video store by the name of Hollywood Video in Southington, <laughs> yeah. Connecticut. Yeah, I know the store. My favorite video store when I was a kid. And I was perusing the aisles of Hollywood Video, specifically the children's section. Not the serial killer section like Adam was exploring. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I happened upon this DVD called Return to Oz. And no one had told me that there was a sequel to The Wizard of Oz. No one had mentioned it. <laughs> no one tells anybody Never that came up. a sequel. Never came up. Yeah. Probably because mm. no one knew, but I mean, someone at Disney knew, and they didn't want me knowing either. I don't know if it was in the vault or or what, because Disney, as you know, would like hide things in the vault for years and years and years to build up suspense. Um, but this is a movie, and by all accounts, like it was just not 
advertised heavily when it came out. It did very poorly at the box office because the studio had no faith in it. Um, the production itself was very troubled with the director almost dropping out of the project and then having to be reinstated at the behest of Francis Ford Coppola and George Lucas. Wow. I think that's the story. Um, so I had no idea that this thing exists. There's another Wizard of Oz movie. What the fuck? When is this even from? So I rented it and I brought it home and I played it <laughs> and um, traumatic doesn't begin to describe <laughs> the experience of watching this movie. I mean, so much of this movie had been erased from my memory <laughs> just because I couldn't. I mean, it's it's like uh, it's like a, a someone that like, you know, murders somebody and like they don't remember it because it, the thought of. The murder is just too much to bear. That was my experience watching Return to Oz. The wheelers, as they're referred to in this, a bunch of grown men that drive around on wheels. They're kind of like Mad Maxi creatures. Kind of, yeah. Horrifying. The, I thought they were great. They're, I mean, fun, but horrifying. That's not even the 10th most horrifying thing in the movie. The Gnome King and his uh, his bowels of doom? <laughs> just his intestines with fire and brimstone like fuck that dude horrifying movie uh and i hated it i hated it so much and i haven't returned to it since and now here we are uh and we're talking about it return to Oz. yeah that th- this whole movie was actually just um found footage of rob's colonoscopy <laughs> <laughs> that's what it looks like in rob's ass <laughs> yeah that's, i believe there's a shot of this movie inside the, the rock man's <laughs> Intestines. Yeah. You see down the pit of his stomach. Let me tell you something. <laughs> One of the funny things about this movie to illustrate how horrifying it is: the the villain is huggable next to the heroes in this movie. Oh yeah, you cannot distinguish between who are the good guys and who are the bad guys from a visual standpoint. So true. This movie <laughs> fucked me up, bro. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I, like, oh my it's, god. It's... <laughs> Back to the line of Dude. like Halloween is almost here. Like it, it is very clear that the filmmakers knew what they were going for. Oh, like, yeah. I was under the impression before watching this movie that it was an accidental horror film. <laughs> but I, I'm after watching it, I'm convinced it was a purposeful horror film. Based on The Wizard of Oz. The premise of the movie is, what if Dorothy made it back to Kansas, but was still haunted by the dreams of the things that happened to her in the magical land of Oz? And so she went to a sanitarium to endure electroshock therapy. I couldn't believe the movie was starting this way. It's literally like, yeah, Dorothy's (laughs) dreams need to be treated. She's a kook. Hold on. (laughs) 22 plus minutes. Yeah. At the start of this movie of this, by the way. Of an insane asylum horror movie. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I feel like the Wizard of Oz, I feel like she goes to Oz in the first 12 minutes or so. No. No, there's a little bit more time than that. I think it's pretty quick. Yes. I I tried to fact check it, but I could not do it without putting on the movie. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I think you'd be surprised how much of that that sepia sequence there is. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, but it's not tonally consistent with what the first 15 minutes of this movie is at all no none of it is you know i mean obviously there's the twister sequence in the original and the wicked witch of the west 
appearing and laughing, uh, laughing maniacally directly into the camera is a horrifying image I will never forget. And there's lots of that in the original Wizard of Oz. Definitely. But again, that stuff is kind of just like uh, uh, isolated incidents of creepiness. Mm. Whereas, yeah, that like built into the DNA of this movie is the idea that the original Wizard of Oz is a disease of the brain that needs to be erased by any means necessary. And we're going to send Dorothy to an abusive hospital with a demented doctor and nurse. <laughs> to endure electroshock therapy. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't believe it, man. Like praying the gay away, essentially. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, in the original Wizard of Oz, the Wicked Witch of the West is played by the same actress who is her mean neighbor. Correct. Right. In this, I believe, the evil characters are played by the same people who play the evil doctors in this hospital. And I would say that one film definitely has a more evil characters in the real world than in The Land of Oz. Ah. You know what I mean? So like The real world characters are actually more monstrous. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I, I could understand where the the – the gnome king was coming from. He's like, yo, those gems were mine. And the fucking Emerald city took all my fucking gems. Right. Like, you know, Hey, that's like, he, he's got a good point there. Yeah. Like, sure. The woman you know? who's the woman who's the witch in the real world in the original. Yeah. She's a bitch, but like, she's just a mean neighbor. She, yeah. She, you know, it's like she was sick of the dog. You get sick of a dog right. every once in a while. Yeah. She's not murderous. No, <laughs> you bring up a fair point though, because that's kind of the genius of the original is that it takes what are very grounded, relatable, childhood fears and they blow it up into a fairy tale yeah right right the idea of getting lost um from your parents and being unable to return is kind of the whole thrust of that movie um you take yes a mean neighbor that wants to kill your dog and you turn her into a witch that wants to eat you essentially or at least steal your shoes and kill you um and yeah this movie you're 100 right doesn't do that i mean it takes what our very extreme uh, fears and very extreme circumstances. And yeah, it doesn't it cartoonifies them. Right. You're in right, a, right, right. But it, but it's yes. And an adult would understand that the things happening to Dorothy in both worlds are terrible. Whereas the original only uses that metaphor because it's being seen from the eyes of a child. Yeah. Right. Dorothy views her neighbor as a witch, but her parents ne wouldn't necessarily. The parents in this one are like, yeah, we need to lock this woman away and bring her to prison because she's abusing children. Mm -hmm. Fair point. Uh, this movie's fucking nuts. Uh, <laughs> yes, Dorothy is. then gets to Oz and like the Emerald City has been destroyed. <laughs> it is now a like post-apocalyptic wasteland where the every yellow brick road, dude, the looks yellow like brick a road. giant... It looks like a giant fucking gopher dug under it. Yeah. And yeah. all of the bricks are like turned up in like a straight mound. Mm -hmm. It's wild. Abandoned construction site. Yeah. Yeah. It's that. <laughs> uh, the yellow brick road is destroyed. She gets to Emerald City. Emerald City. Uh, everyone has been turned to stone. Um, and now there's an evil rock monster that runs the entire place. And he has like spies. He has like Nazi spies essentially in the form of rocks. <laughs> yes. That like they rat on like everything going on in the world of Oz. Uh Yeah, it's a uh, it's obviously a big swing and they must have known that it was a big swing in 1985. Um but I mean this obviously wasn't 
going to work, at least commercially speaking. You know, you know, what's weird, though. I feel like had this movie come out 10 years later, it would have worked. Yes, I agree. With like, that. I think about like the 90s sort of grunge, oh, I like see. this sort of dark version of it probably would have done OK. It's yeah, a, it's a weird sequel, though, because they're a, they're acting as though in this movie, they're sort of acting as though this is what uh, we knew was going to happen. There's this how best to explain this, because like it 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 treats the I was surprised by th- th- this film's like like acceptance of the darkness with that that original movie always in the periphery, and I, I was just confused by the intent. Like, did were they trying to make it closer to the novels? I have no idea what those novels are actually yes. like. Yes, this is this is an amalgamation of several of the novels, and uh, according to Wizard of Oz scholars, apparently these are more accurate okay. to what the novels are. Um, the characters are directly borrowed. Uh, TikTok, yeah. for example, not the app, but the the wind up toy, is in the novels. Uh, Azra was that the name of the princess? Azra. Azra yeah. is from the novels. The Jack, what's his name? Jack Jack Pumpkinhead. Jack Pumpkinhead yeah. and the Gump, <laughs> the flying moose thing. Right, all from the novels. And Dorothy is obviously more age appropriate, and I think more closely resembles her personality. But it's so indebted to the first movie. Yes. Which is so strange. It, and well, it's a, I mean, it's literally a direct sequel. I mean, yes. I think that's the most. Yes. So, so, but, but the attitude the movie comes at, it's like, you know, the, so for example, you know, towards the end of the film, when you finally see the scarecrow, the dismissiveness at which they show the scarecrow and just expect the audience to understand. I saw the scarecrow and I jumped because it was horrifying. Yeah. Uh, and the the movie's like, what are you talking about? That's the scarecrow. Come on, guys. That's the scarecrow. I'm yeah. like, that ain't the fucking scarecrow. <laughs> That's not the scarecrow. Man. That ain't that the is... fucking scarecrow. <laughs> No, it's like a horror movie. Like, like your your parents bring home like a new kid. They're like, "This is your sister." It's like Good Night, Mommy. That fucking movie. What are you talking about? It's not my sister. What are you saying? No, the the, the characters in this all look like they are from like Pan's Labyrinth. Yes. Yeah. They were like Guillermo del Toro esque. Even the good guys. Like, it was they giving. All... It was giving me actual labyrinth vibes yeah that's speaking a good of sure. labyrinths yeah. yeah yeah sure and a similarly like child appropriate but also kind of terrifying thing but i would i would gladly uh i'd feel far more comfortable next to the gnome king than i would jack Pumpkinhead. <laughs> yo i look at that thing that like nine foot tall thing with an evil pumpkin face i'm like screw that Fuck that guy I'm, I'm out of here <laughs> Fuck that guy. the way he walks oh my god it's so terrifying <laughs> also the the themes of life and death and lifelike right the discussions on like you're alive i'm not alive or I've been given life, but I've only been alive for a week. Like, those are pretty integral to the plot of this film. And every single character, it is very explicit. Like, they are alive. They are dead. They (laughs) are a robot that has been given false life, but they're not really alive. Like, really heavy for kids. Yeah. I gotta be honest, dude. Jack, what is it? Pumpkinhead? It's actually Pumpkinhead? Yes. Jack Dorsey. (laughs) <laughs> and TikTok, and uh, who else we got there? Elon. Uh, <laughs> Elon. There we go. 
The Zuckerbot. Uh, yeah. Uh, Jack Pumpkinhead. Um, totally worked for me this time. Oh, really? Totally worked for me. That fucking guy just being like, can you check if my head is rotting? I want to be able to see more of the world before I rot and die. Like, whoa, man. <laughs> fucking heavy. <laughs> or when they're when he's they're falling out of the sky and he's like apologizing to Dorothy and Dorothy's like, eh, Jack, don't worry about it. Nothing can be done now. It's okay. She goes, she constantly yeah. in the movie, she's like, can't be helped. I'm like, yeah, there's mortal helped. danger. Yeah. And like She's getting taken away by this evil witch, and the robot's like, oh, I ran out of movement. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, I can't be helped. What? <laughs> I'm un- about to be slaughtered. Oh, well. Unbelievable monk-like uh, fucking uh, like calmness, you know? Yeah. Just acceptance and uh, maturity, and it's incredible. Uh, yeah, no, the, when, when he was like to Dorothy, uh, you know, Dorothy, I think becoming an object is going to be a lot harder for you than it is for me. After all, I haven't lived that long, and you're actually a person with, like, a heart and a brain and shit. It brought a tear to my eye. I thought it was really beautiful. I liked it. Besides the horrifying pumpkin head thing. Well, there's some ideas here that are fine. I, I, I It's it's a kind of a weird movie. It's like I didn't – I thought it was going to be, like, an, an incompetent uh, cash grab of a movie. I'm not really sure it is though. I it's it's yeah. It, I agree with you. It's not. It's, I really liked it. I I didn't <laughs> love it. I I it's it's got a lot of like inventive visuals. Surprisingly, I didn't really expect that. I love the stop motion rock people. It's sure. not something I'm ever gonna forget. Um, man, it's just such a weird sequel, and I I I don't know. <laughs> I <laughs> can, I mean, can we all agree that The Wizard of Oz is one of the greatest films of all time? Right, like. Yeah. Pretty universally accepted, right? Yeah, I would agree. Do you want to debate it now? I mean, like... Uh, Just a really two-second debate, yes can, or no. Can I do, like, a Stephen A. Smith, like, hot take? Can we fucking... No? Do you no. not like The Wizard of Oz? Are you going to be on that side of this argument? <laughs> this one's better me? than the original? Uh, You're fucking crazy. <laughs> no, I mean, you think it's, that? It's, it's the best. I don't know. It's fucking, okay. Yeah. Okay, Wizard of Oz is a great movie. Sure. This is a direct sequel. The themes of this movie directly spit on The Wizard of they Oz. They do, yeah. Left and fucking right, dude. Uh-huh. I mean, the fact that, like, in The Wizard of Oz, we have, like, the lion, the cowardly lion, he needs his courage. The tin man, he needs his heart. Whatever. And it's like, oh, they had it all the, all along. Like, the idea of, like, they're already alive. They they're already have... Every character has an individual things. arc. It's great. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And in this, they're just saying, like, well, I'm just a moose strapped to a couch. I'm not alive. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Like, that's crazy shit. And that's not good. <laughs> just also, soil me. Yeah. I'm also I could take a shit on my cushions and let me be, man. Like, who gives a fuck? Well, that's the just thing. a fucking moose on a wall. I will. I will give it. <laughs> it's just a miserable movie. I mean, it's. So miserable. I mean, like that, but that idea, like I'm, I'm just a moose on a couch flying or whatever. Like, like yeah, but Tin Man was like, a, he's a goddamn Tin Man. He's but by, by that logic, like he shouldn't be real either. But he's right. He's a real person, and he knows he's a real person. And and I'm also he feels conf- emotion. He like, feels sad. Like anything can happen in the land of Oz. So why are you, why are you, why are you pretending like you're not alive, Gump? Mm. That's. Yeah, like you are Gump's alive. Too. In Gump's the land of Oz, sick. you're alive. Gump's pretty sick. Dude. Well, and Gump's also like, 
Oh, I don't think you strapped my wings on very good. I think I'm going to crash and die any second. <laughs> like, that's Gump's attitude. My back's going to fall out. Like, And mind you, Gump literally gets eaten by a mountain. Right. Yeah. Or part of him does, yeah. Yeah. His head makes it. Um, Great. Is that the only part of him that's alive? Because you put the life powder on that whole damn thing. I mean. Yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah, Gump didn't seem to mind when his body vanished yeah. into a cold abyss. <laughs> It's a wacky movie. It's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. I'll I'll admit. Um, what I recommended? Hell no. I kind of dig it. Absolutely I, not. I'm, I'm shocked how much I. Dug I can't it. believe you guys are forcing me to be the bad guy today. <laughs> why? Because you guys are. You guys Did you are really hate way it? Too much. No, but no, no, I didn't hate it. But you guys are being too soft, so I need to come at it twice as hard now. I have oh, to act like I hate it. Oh, it's got it's got lots of problems. I'm not I'm not even I'm not sure it's a good movie. <laughs> it's, it's it's not. Um, I, I mean everything with the chicken was driving me insane. Okay, that is the my biggest complaint with the movie. Fuck that chicken! You don't replace Toto with a chicken. No, I mean that's just talking a about talking just chicken. a talking chicken. No less. Yes, you don't replace a non-talking dog with a somehow suddenly talking chicken. Why couldn't Toto talk? In the original, totally, and like, what was the was that dog like union? Could he not like work for more than two hours a day? Like, why couldn't they have the dog on set at all times? Why did it have to be a chicken? They recast Toto. That's true. Toto's in the movie well, for like five minutes. <laughs> they recast. Yeah, they did. They brought Toto. They were back. gonna get the. They were gonna dig up the original dog. <laughs> oh wait, you're saying the original Toto's he's he's dot he, yeah, he died. Yeah, original Toto didn't. <gasps> oh make no, it. this is Toto's. Uh, uh, what is this? Sixty years later, <laughs> this movie. It's his great great grandson. Toto's still alive. <laughs> when did Wizard of Oz come out? Is uh, it thirty nine? Thirty nine. Thirty nine. So this is okay. See, so yeah, we're. 46 45 years, years later. <laughs> 45, 46 years. That's one old ass dog. <laughs> Damn, he looks good for his age. No, you got to bring Toto back, though. You can't have a talking 100%. chicken. That's it. It doesn't help with the chicken is just the. Oh, my God. It's so annoying. I, I mean, it's I very annoying. I commend the voice actress for like going for it with the chicken of it all. But like every single line delivery was just nails on a chalkboard. I hated it so much. Um why were they so invested in the chicken, these bad guys? Just because it had the ability to poison them? Yes. That's the yes. only reason? Yes. They're acting the like... Deus, it, the deus ex machina of it all. But, like, the bring me the chicken. It, it, they're acting as though, like, the chicken was going... Like, they were going to use it as, like, a weapon to destroy everything. And then it just turns out that it can lay a poisonous egg? Right. Uh, Eggs are poison to rock monsters. Why? Um, don't fucking worry about it, dude. I mean, I don't know. What is the fucking ruby slipper? Great three wishes. I don't know. Well, it's because it's the shell has like calcium and shit. Mm. And the yolk represents new life. And so the calcium and the yolk, they mix in the rock, which is also alive. And then the rock becomes calcium and then it becomes <sighs> brittle and it dies. Obviously. Obviously. I see. At least did they did not read the back of the box. I did not read the back, <laughs> the of, the back box. of the VHS box. I apologize. I had so many copies of this on VHS. I should have. I should have <laughs> read them. No, but like at least the Ruby Slippers. It's established that they're magical beforehand, and they take the whole movie to let you know that this is just all of a sudden a, a fucking egg can kill the, the rock. It people. was a little sudden. Yeah, I agree <laughs> it's with like that. oh my did, god. Did, I did seeing the Rock Man version of king midas wearing <laughs> little girl's red slippers did that work for you yeah that was a weird scene too he's like look what i got on 
I could just was, slippers on my little rocky toes. It was, it was giving <laughs> me James Gum vibes from fucking Sons of the Lambs, you know? Like it was giving me kind of. Look at my blue, my uh, red shoes. Yeah, that. <laughs> I I also love like you, you gotta love it in movies like when you f- can see the production running out of money. Yes, that's always very fun. Where they're oh, like in real time. Yeah, like half of this has got to be in stop motion. We can't afford this. Just get the guy in makeup. Just put a guy in. Play. Just paint him gray and hope for the best. The director's yeah. like, oh my god, this is so much easier. Tell him to move his arms gently. So much easier. <laughs> so so the ruby slippers in this film have a lot more power than they did in the original. Apparently, right? Uh, I, I was always under the impression that the original movie, The Ruby Slippers, allowed you to go home. Right. That's it. Apparently, in this, it's just they are a a genie's lamp, make a wish, and tap your shoes, and it yeah. all comes true. Right. I, I well, yeah. I guess the Ruby Slippers have the power to take over Oz. Right. They have the power right. to do anything and it, the implication is that when she lost the slippers on the ride out of there the first time an evil witch stumbled upon them again and and somehow the rock monster got his hands on him right that's that's the idea so because she left him there that yeah he was able to use it as a weapon of mass destruction and he basically just wished that everyone in the emerald city turned to stone right yes yes and just tapped his little toes together yeah what do y'all think about this idea that like the creatures the villains specifically in this movie are actually very strong because the whole point of the wizard of oz is that like there's not really any magic in this magical world or at least <laughs> that's the, not true well the magic but, that exists is not as powerful as like you know the spirit of a young girl and like love and yeah. courage and shit it still carries over in this that's that's the case it but. does to a certain extent but like the whole point of the original movies don't look behind the curtain because it's just a fucking guy you know and i guess the the right. wicked the wicked witch is the wicked witch but um here it's like yeah it's like a it's a it's a formidable foe that dorothy faces off against and i i, I don't know i thought like i don't know if they had to, had to do it again and i probably would have been a little annoyed if it was another fraud pretending to be magic yeah. when he actually wasn't but like that's a really complex idea to put in a kids movie especially in the 30s and this movie doesn't really attempt anything like that. Well, you can argue that the doctor at the hospital doing the electroshock is a fraud who is promising more than he can really deliver. That's true. That's true. I guess that's um, true. But it doesn't come across in the main arc of the film. Yeah. And again, the resolutions here She's only the only reason Dorothy didn't die at least three times throughout the film is because of a chicken (laughs) and the resolution to the real world plot. Right. And this is important, too, is like the Wizard of Oz. There is a a dream world plot. And then there's a real world plot that exists outside of that. When she returns home, you know, things have been resolved. She's gone through a journey. She's matured. Right. Mm -hmm. In this movie, uh. When she returns home, it just turns out that lightning struck the fucking asylum she was in and basically killed everybody or killed the evil guy. Right. He just died in a fire. Yes. There's a lot of convenience. Yes. Right. Problem solved. Mm -hmm. So we have a magical chicken, an egg that somehow kills rocks and a lightning strike. Like, you know what I mean? It's (laughs) 
I get it. I, I will say that the movie kind of balances that by making Dorothy a more, uh, what would be the word, proactive hero in this one than she is in the original. Yeah. The original is a lot of Julie Garland just being like, oh, no, Toto. It's a lot of like that of like, oh, what will I do now? So, well, maybe she's a little more well drawn. She certainly has more agency. I agree with that. Yes. Th- th- this girl, I think, is more like sort of a modern and by modern, I mean, like for the period, like it's a more 80s version of what a kid in movies is supposed to look like. It's sure. a character kind of like right out of Goonies or whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, she is resourceful. She's imaginative. Um, she can come up with plans herself. Uh, I actually thought the girl that played her was very good in this. And obviously, like, you're not going to beat Judy Garland. But I think she plays more authentically as both a child and as a mature sort of uh, adventure hero. This is a good actress, though. I mean, she, I've did, seen yeah, did you, this yeah. actress you, has been in a lot of stuff. That yeah. I was going to say, do you know the actress, you guys? like She was in American History X. She's in The Waterboy. Uh, almost famous. She's famous. Famous. Too. Yeah, 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 she's really good. Yeah. I like her in I pretty like, much everything. She did a lot of work everything. with like, Adam Sandler. She's in Waterboy, right? Yeah. 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 She plays That's like the goth chick a lot of the time. Yeah, she does. Yeah. She was known for that. Yeah. Yeah. She's very, yeah. And, um, it, and grows up to, you know, play the neo-Nazi in American History X. I cannot forget that. Yeah, Right. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> She's very good in this, though. Um, and Judy Garland, I think like I think we were talking about this last week. She was 16 when she did the original Wizard of Oz, and she plays, like, 32. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, she just reads on screen. It's very old. And mm-hmm. uh, this girl, I think, is 11... I think she's actually 10 or 11 okay. in real life and she actually plays younger and I think like that that was more that was more appropriate to me you know what I mean um not not to say that it's a better performance than Judy Garland I mean Judy Garland's unbelievable in that movie and has and I like the the one thing I'll say is like this girl is clearly very polished and very like theater kid in that she's a child actress and like the the child acting industry at this point in time had sort of become this well-oiled machine and kids were growing up much earlier and they were able to play more complex roles at earlier ages. Judy Garland doesn't play like Shirley Temple in that original movie. She plays as kind of just like a girl next door who is genuinely frightened by everything happening and does feel like a fish out of water, a Kansas girl in this this scary imaginal uh, imaginary magical world, and that works for that story too. Yes, it's very important. Right. I will say though, in regards because I think this girl's performance is good, and I think generally you could probably call her a more well written character. I actually kind of wish she was a little older though. Really? Yeah, because I felt like next to everything that was happening around her, this little girl was just felt somewhat out of place to me. I, that's all. I because kept. of your knowledge of the original. No, I don't want to. I think it's just a little I think girl. It's too dark, too real. It's very like we're really kind of under. I don't know if we're underplaying it, but this movie's really dark. Like yeah, way, it is, it's not fucking solo. I don't way know. too like, dark. It's dark. <laughs> oh, it's, oh, solo's silly next to this thing. Anyway, I think, I, no, I think it's actually become a little overstated now. <sighs> the whole this thing is a horror movie. I think it's become a little bit. I mean, yeah, it's de- it terrified me as a child, definitely. It's but. not literally a horror movie. But no, but it's shot like one at multiple times. I, I mean, mean, yeah, even yeah, yeah. just the scene where like Toto is running, and then they cut to the camera being from the point of view of the dog, like shaking as it's running through. That's like a very horror film kind of very Sam Raimi, mm. very Sam Raimi. 
Right. Which is another carryover, carryover with the uh, Wizard of Oz of it all. I've still yet to see his version of <laughs> The Wizard of Oz, but uh, I don't Wait, know how that what? movie is. Oh, yeah. Sam Raimi's uh, Return to Oz. Yeah. Sam Raimi did, a, did an Oz. Oh, no, not Return. return? No. It's not, no um, uh, Oz, 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 Oz the Great, great Powerful. powerful. Yeah. Oz the great that movie powerful. sucks, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. There we go. Yeah. No, that movie is uh, really bad. This movie is much better compared to that. Wow. Way better. Wow, yeah. That movie sh- sucks. Holy shit. They've just never nailed the IP there, huh? Like, they just don't know what to do with that. I mean, that movie made money. The Sam Raimi movie made money, but. Yeah, I think there's something to people in costumes as opposed to horrifying masks and puppets and, you know, like digital characters. Certainly. You know, for this story, I think there's a reason that just like people with makeup on and wearing costumes like works. Yeah, here's the other thing, too. Like, this movie's not a musical. Yeah. And Oz the Great and Powerful. That's a good point. Not a musical. I mean, it would kind of be like we're making a sequel to Grease and we're not going to have any songs in it. Yeah, the conceit Actually, is I would strange, say in yeah. defense of they haven't nailed the IP, Wicked is still wildly popular on Broadway. There you go. Every right. fucking year. Yes. Musical. Right. Everyone loves Wicked, yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, it is a story about a girl with magical slippers that escapes to a world with a talking lion. You know what I mean? Like, it's it ain't fucking like super grounded and it's a little silly and that original movie embraces it and leans into the idea of the widescreen technicolor musical mm. you know like it is a movie of its time and, and it was a more innocent time and um and a more you know song and dancey time and so much of the pathos of that movie is conveyed through song where like yeah i don't know if i really buy that this girl is in love with this lion if she's you know, not going to sing about it. Um, and so, yeah, I think like you buy into the goofy world because already you're living in a, a musical is always going to be a slightly elevated form of reality. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I actually think in, in a modern world, this is a, a Pixar movie. Honestly, I was just about to say that. So I think like if it's animated, I was going to say that there should be more animated versions of wizard of us. I think there was an animated version from the seventies. Okay. Um, but yeah, this should be like a a Disney Channel show. You know what I mean? Like this yeah. should be like on Disney Plus anime. And then you can sort of again, like you can just buy into the dream logic. And also they can go really over the top with the the fantasy aspects and the special effects and stuff. Cause I liked like like if you were to ask me uh from a production standpoint, like how well done a lot of this stuff is, I think it looks nice. And I think a lot of that those practical effects are quite uh, some some of them are kind of excellent. Um, but then I have to remind myself I'm watching The Wizard of Oz. Right. And then I'm like, oh, this is some of the tw- most twisted shit I've seen from from an imagery standpoint. And you can also tell that like the the design of like Jack and the design of TikTok and uh, the, the design of Gump. These are, these are all things that were lifted from the pages of a children's book quite literally. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Scarecrow is, is the, the most obvious example for me where it's like they were just taking what the original guys drew and just made it like like doing those like 3d pokemon models right and it doesn't really work yeah, homer simpson drawn photorealistic exactly yeah. and it's like right. yeah and hell no right. hell no uh in an animated form it would actually make a lot more sense to me i think you're right yeah yeah uh yeah so that you know it, I, I i push back a little bit on the fact that 
the original movie was horrifying too in its own way. I mean, the flying monkeys really scared me as a they kid. They still scare me. Yeah, they still scare me. I hate those uh, things. You know, the wicked witch is really is a gnarly looking creature and when she melts at the end like I mean, yeah, that's more horrifying than any of the special effects in this movie. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, but is it more horrifying than a pumpkin saying, can I call you mommy? <laughs> There's. I dug that, though. Now, with an older set of eyes, I'm like, oh, that's so cute. I was really cute. cute. Yeah. I, do, I disagree. This, that the guy no. wants a mom. Can I, can I call you mom even if you're not my mom? I mean, that's awesome. Yeah, that all evaporates when you look at the guy. <laughs> that works if yeah. she's older. Yes. Like, yeah. Not when she herself looks like she's nine. You know what I mean? I love that shit, man. I loved everything with the fucking pumpkin, dude. Pumpkinhead, Jack, <laughs> pumpkin Jack Pumpkinhead. Pumpkinhead. I love that dude. Yeah, I'm not sure any of his stuff really worked for me. <laughs> yeah, he's useless, man. Um, uh, and you're also right in this regard. Uh, it is a, at times, pretty drab looking movie. It is not the original Wizard of Oz in in uh, any way, shape, or form when it comes to the cinematography. No, there's there is something that. <sighs> You know, in 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 defense of that, I guess, for this movie a little bit, the original Wizard of Oz was celebrating color Mm. at that time in terms of film. Right. Right. I mean, it starts out black and white, sepia, whatever, and then emerges into this magical world of color. And at the same time, this was was it the first or one of the first? It was one of the first and not not one of the first fully color films. Yeah, Scholars kind of argue about that, but it's the one that. Yeah, definitely brought the medium to the mainstream, popularized right. it, and sure. and it was yeah, it, yeah, yeah. I think you're right, Nick. It it, it is as much a, a celebration of the of the like the advancement of technology as much as it is a movie about a little girl in Oz. You know, mm-hmm. like it, it is about the process of movie making and like oh my god, look at what's possible now. Yeah, you know, and it's very much like a look where we've come from and look where we are now. Like in the actual plot itself, it's great. Yes, and uh, this movie though, obviously, it's a fucking great movie, dude. Yeah. <laughs> That's this a hot take. <laughs> That's wonderful. Hot take. This movie made 45 years later, you know, people are probably getting sick of bright colors and shit, especially yeah. coming out of the 70s. Right. Everything's fucking psychedelic mystery machine. <laughs> and this movie is about the the fact that the color has been sucked out of Oz, you know, Emerald sure. City has been destroyed, so the the bright greens no longer exist in the same way and the the Still yellow like- brick road is you know, kind of faded, and maybe there's some graffiti drawn on it. You know, like it's not yellow anymore. They could but have committed. Important... Sorry. Well, they could have committed to that a little bit harder because there's still a tremendous amount of like wacky, over the top visuals and color, especially when you get into the witch's house, uh-huh. which is actually a pretty gorgeous mirror set. I kept thinking, like, if they really want to like emphasize this idea that we're in like an apocalyptic Oz, like, then okay, if it. It's it's a crazy idea as a sequel to that original, but if you're really gonna do it, do it. And they don't quite. It's got to be I, warriors. Yeah. Well, I was gonna <laughs> yeah. say if they if they committed to it in a way, uh, you know, you have the real world be black, or you have the real world be color, and then you go to Oz and it's black and white, and then only certain things are in color, like yeah. the emerald eyes, or mm. and you really commit to it fully, and it starts to come back to color as she. St- saves people and yeah which i think is but thematic- you know that's not gonna sell in theaters no but i think it's thematically appropriate for what the story is actually about which is this thing right. that i i i i dream about and i love to death only to realize that it's been warped and it's not what it once was like you have to like that's that's a upsetting idea that's about maturing in many ways and like i said they don't 
they don't quite commit to that. To me, the the biggest issue with the movie is that it's stuck in this confusing gray area for me, where it's 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 kind of a kids' film, but it's also definitely not a kids' film, and it's also about you know how fucked up Oz has become, but it's you know it's still Oz more or less, yeah. and you know it's it's. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I find three major issues. One, they didn't commit hard enough to anything. Yeah. Two, uh, they got rid of the whole original cast of characters that we like and replaced them with like their Mon- shitty alternates. Monstrosities. <laughs> I mean, seriously. <laughs> okay, let me ask you a question. No Toto, we get a talking chicken. No <laughs> right. Tin Man, we get fucking TikTok, the war robot. Like, yeah, it's awful, yeah. dude. It's it's the worst group of creatures to a certain extent, though, it those characters are impossible to replace. Okay, and, but and they I, replaced I, the lion literally with a moose strapped to a couch. I got you. But, like, <laughs> would you have liked it if in the Oz sequel, like, we walked around with, what's the, uh, is Bert Lars the, is the guy that plays the lion in the original Wizard of Oz? Like, would you have preferred Dorothy and an actual physical lion that she rides around on for the entire movie? Like... To a certain I mean, extent, like, I don't you, know. Can't, like, you can't follow the original versions of those characters. And I, I do think the filmmakers, to a certain extent, acknowledge, like, yeah, like, we're we're kind of... In order to do this for, for the modern age, we can't just put human beings in, in Tin Man makeup. No. Right. You know? No. At the same time, though, they can't take the same original characters from the, the original movie... And then warp them to the point that they are horrifying monstrosities. Like, it is so clear that Jack Pumpkinhead is meant to be the Scarecrow. Yeah. That TikTok is meant to be the Tin Man. That this fucking horrifying moose monstrosity of a couch <laughs> is meant to be a lion somehow. And we're replacing a cute dog with a fucking chicken. I mean, every choice was wrong. Do you know what I mean? It, every choice was wrong. It's, it's, it's a big case of like, here are the new toys throughout the ones that you like. And it just right, feels right. icky. And it's like, no, I want my old toys. That's not really the, the issue for me. I mean, I, I agree that the, des- I mean, again, the designs are, this is the frustrating thing. Cause I think the design of this stuff is all actually really good. It's just the fact that it's in this, it's movie. Cool. It's cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think if you put it in another the puppetry's movie, really good too. I would legitimately love to use Jack Pumpkinhead in a horror movie. I'm not kidding. Like that's <laughs> a scary, scary horror movie villain. Um, yeah, no, I think what they did was cool. It just didn't work here. The in way the context, it, was, it sort of right. f- falls apart. But I also think the fact that, like you said, that those characters are actually in this movie, that the line, the Tin Man and uh, the Scarecrow are all there. Uh, like just just don't put them in there at that all. That bothered me way more. Just don't put them there. Let me put it that way. When I see the characters in the actual movie, that bothered me way more than the design of Jack Pumpkinhead. Yes. Like I, I was bothered to see the scarecrow just as sure. a scarecrow, sure. or the or the lion as an actual lion. Just a lion. Like, because think about it. Like you're when you saw that. Th- try to think back to the first time you watched that original movie. You never thought of the cowardly lion as an actual lion. Right. You thought of him as a guy in a lion suit and he was his own sort of fantastical creature. And in the land of Oz, all of these fantastical creatures take the form of 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 human hybrid things. Yeah. Right. So like when it that became literalized, that that bothered me way more. I I kind of wish I think you're right. I kind of wish that those characters weren't even in it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I also just think that. You know, pick something else do it in a different way but like be be imaginative don't don't rehash the same characters but worse yes 
that's Fair that's kind of and then the third major thing that really bothered me about this was just the convenience of it all the oh deus ex God. machina plot laziness i mean it i just, think that like again like i think the acting and the casting was great i really love the imagery i think the film the the, the actual camera work is good like mm-hmm. i think the movie has a lot of good things but it's it's there's some laziness in some key spots yeah, I agree. Some laziness or some uninspired uh, decision making. I, I almost think, well, I think you're right. Um, and I think the movie is almost fixed. And this might be the a, a crazy thing to say, but it's like if if it's all in Dorothy's head, um, maybe she doesn't go to Oz. Maybe she goes to a new place that's tangentially related to Oz. I know now it's not an yeah, Oz movie. Fucking sucked though, dude. Uh, Dorothy just went to like. The land of Boz. Well, not Boz. That <laughs> would have been awful. Not not Bizarro and Superman, but yeah. like, but that's what this movie is doing. Essentially, that's essentially what's going on uh, here. And I kept thinking, like, nothing about this re- really resembles Oz to me, like a th- from a thematic standpoint. So, why not make it a different place if she's just kind of exploring different facets of her dream logic? Yeah, it's bolder than. Let this. me ask you a question. At the end of that original movie, doesn't it feel like Dorothy was had come to grips with the fact that Oz was not real? Yes, right. Like it's pretty conclusive. Like like the farm hands come in and they're all the same actors that played her three friends and like I, we're all sort of on the same page at the end of that movie. Like that was a dream, Dorothy, the whole time, and you're back. Well, and, and she she grew from it. She had yes. a a a growing up moment. Yes, right. it's a joyful sense of hope too. The no, you know, there's no place like home. Yeah, it's and she's yeah. very, very. Ha- everyone's happy for her by the end of that movie. Yeah, um, and she's re- yeah, she's returned home and she is she's now comfortable. Yes, right. And and all the things that terrify her about Kansas are actually not that terrifying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, actually, can- turns out Kansas kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah. So the idea of like yeah, now we're we're revisiting Kansas with it with an evil. Uh, doctor who's uh, administering electroshock therapy to children yeah that kind of spits <laughs> on, in the face on, of those themes a little bit on, on top of that it's like well we lost the house in the tornado we're gonna have to get a second mortgage the new house isn't built yet and winter's coming and then she sees her uncle and he's like well he has a broken leg and she's like that leg's mended he's just lazy he won't build <laughs> Like, it's just the most depressing fucking setting. And I want her to go to Oz. I'm like, yeah, get the fuck yeah. out of here. And that's not the point of the original movie. You know what I mean? No, yeah. The whole journey is I need to get home to my family, yeah. not stay in Oz. And then it turns out that chicken, I guess that chicken's dead, right? The chicken would have to be dead because. Right. If she didn't actually go to Oz. Yeah. <laughs> that chicken fucking drowned, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that chicken's long gone. <laughs> so, but so, what do we actually think then? At the end, is that is Oz a real place, or is she I know it isn't. I know it is in the book. Okay, I know it is in the book. That's implied that it is in the book. Okay, uh, there's a little bit of ambiguity, but a lot of people uh, concluded that yes, it's actually a real place. Um, I think, but the, yeah, I think the movie makes it obvious that it's it's a dream. Although you can believe it's a real place, I don't think either answer is wrong. But uh-huh. I don't know. I mean, it'd be nice if there was like a memento that she brought back with her. Yes, I agree. And there wasn't, right? Like she had that key at the beginning of the movie. Well, she they, got a jack-o'-lantern. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, but that could have been left in the... In yeah, the, uh, in it's, the it's a little unclear. They, they, 
I mean, they acknowledge too. They even play that up where it's like you had the ruby slippers, but they fell off uh, with through your travels back. So that's why no one believes her, right? Right. She should have the ruby slippers on her, but she doesn't. So everyone's like, "Yeah, you're you're full of it, kid." Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, let's see what else did I want to bring up here. Um, just in general, like the theme of this movie. I think the theme of the movie is. Hey, the copyright is running out on fucking <laughs> Wizard of Oz. We got to make a sequel. I think that's like the theme of the movie, but that's the theme. Uh, you know, this idea at the end uh, that all of these characters are um, are rich people that uh, that live only to sit on their massive wealth. In the way that, like, you know, Smog in the Hobbit series kind of just collects all this gold just to lay in a bed of it. Yes. Right? Uh, this is a movie about, like, a rock creature that takes all the emeralds from Emerald City and just sits on them. And I think Dorothy at one point is like, wow, you have a lot of these rocks. And he's like, uh, it's not the point. They're my rocks. I can do whatever I want with them. Uh, and then at the beginning, you have this I mean, like, witch character. Again, yeah. <laughs> in his defense. Right. They stole all his rocks, and then they just put them all over their fucking city. They're just sitting there. Yeah, that's a fair point. I mean, there's kind of, like you can kind of put like a well, you could just as easily paint the rock monster as the good guy and kind of this oppressed minority whose whose resources are being strip mined for parts. You know? Yeah. Like it's you, you except could, he turns everybody to stone pretty heartlessly, but yeah, that's kind of what. He does that, but you could you could make kind of like an environmental sort of allegory sure. there about like how, you know, these greedy capitalists building their Emerald City are just, you know, taking a part of me for extravagance, you know? So it is kind of this thing of like the evil capitalists are defeated at the end. Like the witch, for example, who collects all of the heads. Another terrifying sequence we haven't talked yeah. about yet. Oh, yeah. She yes. replaces her head. She has a, a closet full of heads. And uh, she decides which one she wants to wear in a given day. Uh, she lives in this palace in the old Emerald City and just every creature that enters her orbit, she collects and puts in her attic. Right. So all of this, you know, this needless uh, collections um, are defeated and replaced by the Emerald Kingdom, where again, we're sort of living in extravagance. And like, I don't know, in that original movie, Emerald City is portrayed as a, a happy place because it's a kid's movie, but it is still a place of tremendous fraud and it's a place of lies. Right. And the ruler there is a liar and a con man. Right. And I'm not sure this movie ever got its bearing straight in terms of like what it's trying to say about the good guys and the bad guys. Kind of like what you said before, why are the good guys, good guys, why are the bad guys, bad guys other than, you know, one side is Dorothy's pals and the other side is her enemies. Yeah. Am I making sense or am I overanalyzing this a bit too much? Well, it is the... No, thing. no, I, 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 I agree. I was thinking that there was a point in the movie where I was watching where, again, he says that um, the Scarecrow stealing all my emeralds and that's why I turned him into stone or whatever, right? And... I was actually wishing, I was like, man, I really do wish actually that this movie began with the Scarecrow was ruling Emerald City, as they said, or whatever, uh, since Dorothy left. And 
power got the better of him and he made some bad decisions and that's why we're in this situation like i actually want him to have fucked up and learned that that to be the lesson Mm. you know boy this is some heavy shit for a kid's movie (laughs) it's a heavy movie i just keep thinking about like oh my god i would not take my talk about it in a lighthearted way. No, I you know. Can't. I'm just like, God, I would not take my kids to see this movie. But then that this goes back to what we said before. It really needs to commit much harder to this idea that this is not the Oz you thought you knew. And it would also make more sense to me if Dorothy was a bit older for that reason. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like only six older. months have gone by. According yeah, to I know. Her. I know. I know. That's a, yeah. You know. Right. But she's she's playing a character. Or at least the actress is five years younger than Judy Garland. So right, right, yeah. you, you wouldn't de-age in six months. Yeah, <laughs> which, um, which in and of itself is weird. It's like it. I understand like you're trying to be closer to the books, but at this point, just it's cast- not really a sequel. Is the thing? Obviously, yeah, 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 exactly. it, it, no. it is next chronologically, but it's a different studio producing it, and it's it's yeah, yeah it's it's trying to be its own thing. Mm-hmm. I want you guys to take a moment though and just picture those scenes in the asylum. But if Judy Garland was playing the girl, just oh like God. really, <laughs> I mean, yes, it's, yeah, then it's fuck just this wild. Movie. Fuck it's this insane. movie, then. right? Yeah, yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they made that movie in like 1942. But oh I don't know. God. Get like fucking Winona Ryder to play Dorothy. <laughs> yeah, then it kind of makes sense. Yeah, I think it does. <laughs> uh, yeah, this movie does kind of work as like a prequel to Stranger Things. <laughs> I think Stranger Things does sort of ape a lot of that vibe. I think, a yeah. And I, I mean, there's a reason why this movie kind of gained a cult following. I think there's there's a there's enough peril and sense of adventure, and enough like yeah, creepy creatures, um, to work for modern audiences. And I think yeah, in the '80s, I'm not sure everyone was quite ready for it yet. Um, I think it's a little fair to say it's ahead of its time. It's a little fair. I'm not sure it would have made. I'm not sure the movie's better if it comes out ten years later, but it 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 certainly is received better if it comes out ten years later. I totally understand why the filmmakers and the producers and and whatever the advertisers on this movie thought it would fail because of course it was going to fail. It's one of those. It's one of those movies where like it was it was made to be a cult classic. It was never going to work yeah, in true. its time. I don't fault anyone for not believing in it. And I also think that it's pretty good, and I understand why it works ten years later. You know, I don't think it works though, dude. <laughs> I think it's not bad. I, I think it's pretty I good. It's, I don't think it's bad, but I, I I'm not sure I'm there to call it a good movie. At the, it's a six out of ten at best, <laughs> and that's being fairly yeah. generous. I guess this is my other question too. When it comes, because this is, is this one of the earlier examples of the dark gritty reboot? <laughs> <laughs> kind of because we don't because yeah. are we are we all of a sudden going to start praising that crap i don't know man it's this is a sequel in the traditional sense <laughs> though in that it is simply a rehash and a and a, and a soulless <laughs> cash grab that is meant to make a quick buck and never be heard from again whereas now the dark gritty reboot is made with the intention of five more spinoffs, you know, like it is meant to exist in continuity and you have to see it in order to understand the next one. What's worse. I don't know. The ambitions of this one though are, are much smaller and, and perhaps more cynical. <laughs> You're you not helping I mean? me. <laughs> I started laughing because I started thinking about if they did a Casablanca reboot, but in the style of John wick. Oh my and God. <laughs> just fucking. Oh, Wow. 
Oh, wow. <laughs> Yo, fuck that. <laughs> Dude. That's, just, that's what we need to do. That's, you know, that's the next 10 years. Let's just bring back movies from the 30s, 40s, 50s and just yeah, give I everybody mean, a gun. We just did. We just did with All Quiet on the Western Front. <laughs> that's go. right. Yeah. Uh, the difference is that that was a fantastic movie. So it's a little bit different. So, yeah, it's uh, that's a, that's a, you can do that though with a movie like fucking All, All Quiet on the Western Front. It's yeah, but that's anti-war movie. That's kind yeah. of just like a modern yeah. remake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, I mean, you got to remember, like uh, sequels were often direct to video back in the eighties and nineties, uh, particularly children's movies. Like mm-hmm. early two thousands, I know, like our childhoods in particular. We're littered with like the direct to video sequels to fucking Pocahontas and Cinderella and Tarzan and shit. But there's some good ones out there. Uh, yeah, a few and far between, but there are some good ones. There, for every Lion King one and a half, there's, uh, you know, about seven Bambi twos. Lion King one and a half is a goddamn masterpiece. Really good movie. <laughs> um, and yeah, I think now. Yeah, you know what, though? I'm not sure which which version is more cynical. I don't know. I think, like, back in the day, like, a sequel was understood to be bad. It was a bad thing. Like, I mean, when, 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 this, they, when well, this movie came out? I, yeah, when they made The Sting 2. Okay, everyone well, knew, like, we're just making The Sting 2 as a pure rehash of the original. We're gonna, The thing uh, is, though, we, we have a apples-to-apples comparison of this exact analogy with Oz the Great and Powerful. Like, sure. we saw it in real time, what a modern gritty reboot looks like versus an 80s gritty reboot i guess that's right but you're talking about like a sequel that's a sequel to a movie that's very old because i mean the 80s were saturated with plenty of sequels but right but you're talking about like a a sequel to a legacy film as we refer to them now oh well the idea of a legacy (laughs) sequel that's yes that's a fairly new idea this might be the first legacy sequel sure sure yeah yeah i think at the time it it was the longest gap between the original movie and the sequel yep at 47 years is that right that's still 46 years yeah jeez that's still pretty high up there yeah and yeah i mean you know top gun is considered like an eternity and that's been what 30 years yeah yeah um so <laughs> Halloween kills 40 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it, it might, yeah, it might be the first version of a legacy sequel, but um, yeah, I mean, it, it was at a time when like sequels could bomb and it was whatever. And it, and it didn't, uh, it, it didn't destroy your plans for a multi uh, universal uh, television and movies, cinematic universe. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I kind of prefer when sequels were like that. Because here's the thing about, like, Return to Oz. You didn't have to watch Return to Oz after you watched the original. You yeah. know what I mean? There was no, there was no like, teaser at the end. There was no, like, oh, you have to understand this if you want to learn more about Dorothy's backstory. Like, they were unnecessary and superfluous. Yes. Whereas now it's, like, with the Marvel thing, like, you're just, you're expected to see everything in the franchise. It's just yeah. another method of, of, of that kind of manipulation, though, to me anyway. I mean, the intent is still the same. It, best case scenario, they want you to see this movie so that it makes a shitload of money and that they can make more movies at the end of the day. They just got better at doing that. Yes, fair enough. Yeah. Definitely. Um, I stand behind it. I think it's pretty good. A couple other fun facts for you. 
appreciate your hot take on this. It's yeah. not it's not it's the hottest uh, hot take he's had this season. I, he's bothered me this season. It's been a bad Nico season, I'll tell you that. <laughs> uh, the director, Walter Murch. Uh, I mentioned this before, but um, he had like a mental breakdown in the middle of this movie. Oh, no. Because like the studio was not happy with the dailies, and why would they be? <laughs> <laughs> and he was coming in like way over budget, and he was directing very slowly. And they fired him, and then Coppola and uh, and George Lucas like talked to the studio heads, and they're like, "Trust us, this guy's our pal. He'll get the job in under budget and on time." And Lucas was like, "If this doesn't work out, I will step in and direct the rest of this." Uh, so he put his reputation on the line and his time on the line, apparently. And uh, Merch was able to finish production on this thing. Merch was um, like uh, hanging out in the sort of movie brat circles in the 70s. He was the director. I'm sorry, the the editor on Apocalypse Now. Uh, I think Touch of Evil as well. I think it was the, Ooh, the lead wow, editor of cool. Touch of Evil. So he had his fingerprints on a lot of the seminal movies of the 70s and 80s. I think he worked on Star Wars, worked on The Godfathers. Um, so... You know, he was a respected in, uh, industry craftsperson that was not cut out for directing uh, because this was his last directorial effort. His first and last wow. directorial effort. Did not direct another thing until an episode of Star Wars Clone Wars in like 2011. Holy crap. And that was it. Still working as an editor, but um, just not uh, meant to, to sit in the director's chair. That's fair. Yeah, you could do worse. I agree. You could do worse. I think you should have got another bite at the apple. Yeah. 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 Uh, this is the first Disney movie to feature the rainbow over the castle title card. Okay. The, you know, the, the Disneyland castle with the, the swooping arc that forms the Disney oh, logo. Oh, fascinating. This, this is the first one? This is the first one yeah. to feature that title wow. card. Um. Okay. You, you want to know? I, I I wanted to. I almost forgot because this this really tipped me off that something was wrong here. The movie started out, and I could have sworn I was watching the Twilight Zone. <laughs> the look of it is so much like the Twilight Zone. I was freaking out. I'm like, did I throw in the wrong movie? It says Disney, but this <laughs> is this I'm is the Twilight movie. Zone, man. Yeah, Disney's. Yeah, or, uh, Dorothy's like looking out of the window into the stars, and there's like melancholic music playing. Yep. And- <laughs> Yeah, it's doing all these weird like Dutch angles and shit. But you go through the you you got the stars and then the window comes out and I'm like, what's going on here? Totally. <laughs> Why are we inspired by the Twilight Zone? Uh, this also got a Best Visual Effects nomination mm. at the Oscars that year. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. And that's it. That's all I got. Made no money. Uh, <laughs> no. I think made, made two no million money. on its opening weekend, and it was like a summer blockbuster. I think it opened like seventh at the box office that weekend. And uh, only made eleven million on a twenty-eight million dollar budget, so a big bomb. But now is known as a cult hit, and I will be one of its defenders for the rest of my life. Oh, even though it traumatized me as a kid, I will did not forget this movie for these... the first twenty years of my life. What it did to me. Did anybody think years. these toys were going to sell though? Like, true, yeah, true. Was there nobody to say like these? Are all horrifying, horrible-looking, ugly, terrifying, monstrous creatures. I kind of want a TikTok toy. Oof. Why? kind of want one of those TikTok toys. Wind them up. So they just Set walks. them loose. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of <laughs> into TikTok. 
I don't know. Oh, no, I, Dorothy, not, I can't help you because you didn't wind my I, movement. I'm not sure I... How about when Dorothy was like, man, if only they made you so you could wind yourself up. Mm. I was like, oh, man, yeah. Yeah, um, that was definitely like a well, pull yourself up by the bootstraps, yeah, boy. what if you... That was if, one of those. What if they did design them like that, you know? Mm. So I don't, sad. It's a very sad movie. I don't know, Nick. I don't think I believe Nico on this one. As a guy <laughs> with a couple parts missing, you know? Like, I feel like... Uh, this is this whole franchise is really made for me, you know. What's been going on with you this past couple months? You're 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 acting very strange, Nico. Mental breakdown. I mean, I don't might know. be. I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm not like it's he's the ups and downs of the Jets, man. This is, is that, what every is it just football, football season. season? Because <laughs> yeah, you're this acting very is. weird. Like no, it's it's yeah, it's football. Half the stuff we're talking about traditionally, you're like, <laughs> no, Adam, it's trash. It's garbage. Fuck that. I'm like, he yeah. just needs happiness in his life. I right guess now. so. I do. I guess so. <laughs> My quarterback is 34th of the league in QBR. Like I'm fucking screwed, man. My life's over. We have to put this in. We're pre- five and three. We have no chance at the playoffs. Like Nico's become an Armand White here. We, we have to remember. <laughs> we started off the spooktacular with the monsters, and Nico gave it a positive review. <laughs> Unbelievable. I don't think I've disliked a movie I've seen in the last like two months. Very, I gotta be honest. And you, you like s- willingly went out of your way to watch John Carpenter's Halloween, which is very unlike you. Yeah, I did. I, I, I needed a you know needed a palate cleanser. Um, <laughs> palate. Cleanser. Yeah, maybe it's the Jets. I was scared you're gonna come back and say you know something on second thought, Adam. Halloween, a little overrated. I prefer Halloween Two by Rob Zombie. <laughs> Oh, it's getting up there. It's moving up. It's moving up. <laughs> list. I like zombie. Oh, God. Oh, my God. What's the matter with you? <laughs> All right. Anything else, gentlemen, on Return to Oz? I'm never going back. <laughs> You're never returning? Never returning. I'm going to stay here in Kansas. <laughs> Kansas is fine. I like those green hills. <laughs> there is no place like home, gentlemen. All right. Here we go. Let's play a game. Drew Carey. Who are we doing? <laughs> Judy? <laughs> Judy Garland? Been uh, dead a while? Yeah. Not sure. I don't know. If, uh, if, uh, can we convert to modern dollars? <laughs> I doubt there's much data on Judy Garland's net worth. Yeah. Do you want me to look? I never win anyways. <laughs> Is there someone from another movie in this franchise that we could do? Oh yeah, no, we got a we got a we got a modern day equivalent of what Judy Garland's worth? Yeah. Okay. It's either that or it's I don't know, James Franco. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have a modern day equivalent of what she had made over the course of her career in today's dollars. Wow. So are y'all fans of the Wiz? What's uh, the who's the Wiz? What the film? Never seen nope. it. Nope. Don't know what it is. Never seen it. Diana Ross. Is it spelled like W I Z? Correct. I see. The Wiz. Diana Ross the as the Dorothy character. Michael Jackson as uh, the Scarecrow. Ooh. Nipsey Russell as the Tin Man. It sounds like you just named next week's movie. 
It's a great movie. Are we just? Are we doing Oz month? Oh no, Oz month. Are we doing Oz month? The Wiz is awesome. I love the Wiz. It's like an urban remake of of Wizard of Oz. That's cool. I've never seen it, but that's cool. Yeah, it's great. That sounds terrifying as well. Oh, it's fantastic. It's a classic. Are we doing Oz month? Are we doing Oz the Great and Powerful? We doing the Wiz? I, and then we're doing Cranksgiving. Awesome. I mean, powerful that... is the last. It's the only Sam Raimi film I haven't seen. The Wiz is, is Sidney so. Lamet too. Really? Yeah. What the hell? That movie's fucking awesome, dude. All I right, cool. I'm calling it The Wiz next week. Oz the Great and Powerful. I'm not sure after the Wiz, that. I, I don't think we can like make fun of The Wiz though. I think The Wiz is like pretty unimpeachable. It's pretty good. So. Oz the Great and Powerful though, I think we can probably poke some holes. I don't think we have to make fun of it. We don't always watch bad movies. Okay. Well, was not well received, The Wiz, when it came out. Oh, The Wiz is fucking awesome. I don't know who these... When's the last time you've seen it? Uh, I don't know, probably like 15 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) It's Uh awesome. I don't know. It's great. Oh, God. It's a great movie. I'm curious, man. I'm very curious now. You have piqued my interest. Yeah, Nips- I love Nipsey Russell, dude. It's written by Joel Schumacher. Yeah. What? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. That's bizarre. I can't believe y'all don't like The Wiz. We're doing it. We're doing it. I like this idea. We're doing it. I like this idea. We're doing it. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Judy Garland's network. I'll say she's, I don't know, worth fucking $10 million in today's dollars. All right. Drew Carey worth 15 yen. Three (laughs) euros. Six pesos. It's worth two gallons of gas. Yeah. <laughs> Half a gold coin. Um, I'm going 20 million. 20 million. 20 million. So 10 million and 20 million. That's right. The actual net worth of Judy Carlin. 100 million. Whoa. 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 100 million. the hell was she complaining about in that Renee Zellweger movie? In the 80s? Or I'm sorry, in the 60s? I said her estate was worth 4 million at the time of her death. In the 60s, she was making 50 to 80 thousand dollars a year off of music royalties. Ah, of course, yes. Music royalties. royalties, of course. Yeah, I, I, I imagine that she would have drank all her money away. Back in the fifties, which I think is what she was doing, but that's yeah, I think her her name image likeness has probably. Although debatable, you could go by her estate being worth four million at the time of her death. Well, hmm. Well, you know. uh, here's the important thing: no one cares. No, uh, <laughs> which is why point. we should kill this bit. But you're sick of the bit I'm sick of the bit I'm done with the bit we should stop with the bit we should come up with a new bit that's that well that's what happens we we dismiss the bit once we come up with a new one but what right. is the new bit yeah I, that's you know it's a great point it's like you should never like quit your job before you have another one lined that's up. a good point yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. right I think you're asking the wrong gentleman though about that one I'll come uh, up with a new bit uh, <laughs> let's uh let's end the show now good one guys Happy Spooktacular. It's over now. Yes, it is. Spooktacular ends. Spooktacular ends. That's right. Until we do the next show. That's right. Uh, all right. Oz month continues next week. <laughs> what? what is happening? Oz month. <laughs> Damn it. 
Uh, could have been Oztober. We got to do an air month. We've done a water month. We're due for an air month. <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> Until yeah. next time, you've been so very, very naughty. Yeah. Uh, naughty. naughty.